No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree. Okay, so the idea is that I placed 
five men or place men into five categories that all of us basically fit into. Um, there will be anomalies and there may be special circumstances, but basically this is what we're talking about as a general scenario. Um, so the first is an ogre. So the idea is that we remember what an ogre is, is someone who's strong and powerful, but not necessarily the prettiest. So how do you recognize an ogre is that he is extremely thick. Uh, he shows off his body off, always walking around with his shirt off, maybe, you know, something that's a lot sexier than most men would wear, fitted things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but his behavior is that he has a tendency to date women who are above him. So this guy is usually not too smart. He's insecure about his education and his knowledge. And he's easily frustrated when he's communicating. So mm-hmm. he misunderstands things that are simple to you. You know, um, something that you thought was just an ABC, he turns into an argument. Um, mm. He likes to fight. He may not, he won't fight you, but he will fight other men. You know, he'll, he doesn't mind getting drunk and maybe pushing somebody around. He might get arrested every once a year, something like that, or have a scuffle, <laughs> you know. Um, he t- has a tendency to say things like, uh, you think you're smarter than me. Mm. And because he's secure about his education. Uh, so that type of man is, it's not that there's anything wrong with them. The idea is we want, I want women to not be victimized by this man. So if you are in a situation where you like this type of man, but say, you know, your family frowns upon your girlfriend frowns upon because he's not too smart, you know, you can't really take him out too many different places, you know what I'm saying? He might, he doesn't do well in, in public settings with too many people. If it's just conversation in the club, it's cool, he can drink, it, that's fine. But when it comes to, say, you know, a reunion or some kind of function where, you know, it's required for him to, to have conversation with other educated people, he, mm-hmm. he, he's not comfortable with that. So, you know, you don't take him out as much. You feel what I mean? Yeah, um, okay, so, let me ask you this real, real quickly. Let me ask you this. With this type of man, because what I'm hearing is almost as if he's intimidated. Um, he, can, he, can, he can be intimidated by a woman possibly who has higher education um, that maybe entrepreneur type, go-getter type woman um, who is going to accept maybe more from him than what he even is confident in himself and possessing. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Yes. yes, definitely. And if you allow him to control the situation that you're in, this relationship, then you're going to have problems. It's going to be a constant sad situation for you. So here's how you find a way to maneuver him into, into acting the way you need him to act when mm-hmm. you need him to act out. The thing you need to do is to pay attention to his behavior, all right? This mm-hmm. is a big problem for women because they like to tell men what they are and what they do instead of watching and listening and learning. So remember that we are the hunters. So we watch you guys. We study all your movements. We study your gestures, your sense, the way, you know, walk, the way your outfits that you're wearing this day, like we really are in tune with that. Not all men, 
But guys mm-hmm. that are, you know, who are used to dating, they know. Um, so the idea is you got to study this man and find out what his what his weakness is and exploit okay. that weakness. Okay. But, so, okay. Oh, yeah, me, here it goes. So, let me ask you this, because you said that um, basically a woman needs to allow herself to be hunted by him, but in an area like Georgia or where there's a, a, a lot of, there, the ratio of women to men is more than the usual women can sometimes be a little bit impatient. And so instead of allowing a man to hunt them, they will hunt after the man. So if a woman hunts after uh, uh ogre, like this one right here, what is she likely mm-hmm. to experience? She's going to experience complications with him because, A, he's not too smart. So you have to really acknowledge that. You have to accept the fact that this is not a highly sophisticated individual. Um, his knowledge may, is probably going to be very basic. His worldly mm-hmm. knowledge is going to be basic. He looks great, though. He looks mm-hmm. fabulous. But you're not going to get anything of true substance in the sense of having a deep conversation about philosophy or so forth. Now, if you don't want those things, then this is the guy for you. If you don't <laughs> care about any of that other stuff, then roll on, but right. be prepared. Like, don't lie to yourself. Don't, like, get upset because you're not getting deep conversations. Do you really want deep conversations, or is that something you heard somebody say and it sounded good? If right. you really don't care about them, then deal with the reality. And the reality is my dude ain't too smart. Don't expect him to be smart. Exploit mm-hmm. what he does know. He knows something. He's, he's educated in some area, so you use that and empower that and and show him that that intelligence is also powerful. So don't worry about whether you have been graduated from college or not. You know how to build some shit, homie. Like, you could, like, put something together and mm-hmm. other people can't. You could take your hands and make some, something, that knowledge, and that's going to strengthen it. You feel mm-hmm. me? That's going to make him... It's going to make him understand differently. When you okay. do that, he begins to trust you because now you're showing him a side of himself that he has not seen before. Now he trusts you. Once he trusts you, he's going to start doing what you say. Two, mm-hmm. you can't get tough with him, all right, meaning like you can't lead with toughness. He's not going to respect you. He's a, he's a tough guy himself. He fights. Right. So nothing you really loud talking to him. He mm-hmm. doesn't care about that. Right? You need to calm down, really. Right. So speak to him with your what's your power. A woman's power with a man like that is her softness. So okay. be soft. Be as soft as you can. Put him in such a relaxing state that his guard is down. And then you say what you need. Hey, I'm going to need you to do this, this, and that. Hey, from now on, I need to really start talking more about how many things you can fix instead of you don't have education. Let's work on that, all right? Mm-hmm. You see? To gotcha. be receptive. It's just, it's just like an a, a animal in a cage. If you keep poking at them, they're going to keep going crazy. <laughs> yeah, you got right. to tame them. You got to teach them how to live in this space. And setting boundaries is what helps you to 
put him in a place where he'll listen to you. So mm-hmm. you have to say that you're going to or not going to do something and then actively not do that thing. If you tell him that I'm no longer going to come over here if you don't clean this shit up, don't go over there for real. Right. Like, don't go over there and then start cleaning up yourself. No. Don't go. If you Send me a video of this shit cleaned up or I'm not coming over and actually don't show up. So with when it comes to communication with this type of gentleman, with this type of guy, um, I understand that you said that he's usually threatened by education and knowledge. Um, Are there any things that could possibly trigger him to shut down emotionally? Outside um, of those two, I don't think those two would really affect him emotionally, but. Here's the thing is that um, he's already shut down emotionally from your perspective. Mm-hmm. From a woman's perspective, this guy is, a, he is emotionless. Yeah. But he's also emotionally immature, which it seems that he is emotional because he has one emotion that's consistent, anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Sometimes women believe that anger is showing emotion. No, he only got two, anger and then relax. Right. So he can go from zero to 100 in a second. That's mm-hmm. all he got. So it's not that he – so he comes to you already shut off. If you want him to open up, you got to soften him. You got to mm-hmm. talk to him nice. Gotcha. You got to use your feminine wild. You got to tame the savage beast. Music. Gotcha. They love music. They love soft music. Talk to him. Soft music is playing. It's a frequency. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Feed the nigga. You fucking. My bad. You feed him. You yeah. put um, soft music on. No TV. Relax. Once he's chilling or something, then you hit him with the bomb. Right. I'm gonna need you to stop getting arrested. <laughs> we can no longer allow for you to go to jail. Stop it. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's, I'm telling you, how, like, that's math. This is life math right now. All right, next guy. Yeah. Um, so the next guy is the leprechaun. Okay. The leprechaun can be recognized because he is elegant, stylish, he's fancy. You know, he's shiny. And he mm-hmm. speaks mm-hmm. money real. He is an excellent communicator when it comes to understanding finance. All right. Mm-hmm. The leprechaun is going to use his money to get your attention. Okay. Right? That he's going to leave with his things, you know, the things that women love. He'll have all of them. And he'll be ready to, to spend it and take you and buy you anything, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he won't help you build your wealth. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he, he likes you to be dependent on him. You know, he tries to control your movement. You know, why don't you come live over here? Hey, I'm going to buy a place for you to live. Hey, no, no, just use my car. That's controlling. But he won't get you a car. Right. And if you ask for things, he might, he won't give you anything that allows you to have freedom. He'll get you things that tie you down to him. But he Uh won't give you things that allow you freedom. A car is freedom. He'll give you one of his, but he won't buy you one. Right. Now, a lot of women are listening to this, and they're like, that don't sound bad at all. Like, look, learn okay. on me. That's, a, that's what a lot of women are like. They hear cha-ching, cha-ching. Indeed. 
So, again, not a problem. But mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what you get. Um, he's never going to give you money, ever. You're never going to have cash in your hands. You'll never have anything, and he'll use it against you. Meaning, like, if you get too cute, he'll pull, he'll stop paying for something by mistake. If you make him mad, he'll be like, oh, I, my bad. I just forgot to make that payment. He's going to tell you, tell me what you want, and I'll get it for you. But remember, he is an abuser of your time. That's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. So you spend, you spend a lot of time with you, but nothing meaningful. So you're having sex, you go to movies and the shows and travel here, and he show off, and he shows off all his wealth. But there's nothing meaningful. Like, where's the deepness of these moments? Right. It's all shiny stuff. You feel right. me? So be prepared for that as well. Now, will the leprechaun in emotionally invest himself into the relationship? He can't mm. because he likes shiny. So you're not going to get somebody emotional. You got to get. You got to make this make sense to him. Gotcha. Again, you got to now go and start paying attention to him and realize what is his weakness. So sometimes guys like that have been poor or broke or they may have had a woman who took money, who took all of their money, maybe in a divorce or something, or maybe usually those guys are the ones who in high school, they couldn't get no women. Through college, mm-hmm. they didn't get no women. Then they started getting a job, a good business, and they started getting all the little trinkets, and now they have the trinkets and they're paying the women back for for. Mm-hmm not being with them earlier. Right. So it's, you see what I'm saying? So it's low-key a revenge type of situation. Uh-huh. So be wow. prepared that, pay attention that if, remember, if you can get them, but what you need to do to get them is pay, remember that that's the kid in high school that didn't get no chick. He probably didn't get no ass that he was like in college <laughs> right. a couple of times. But he mm-hmm. was not the guy that has had multiple girls. Right. Or has dated women and they still remember, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember who that guy was. No, he is not that guy at all. He's okay. the guy that you walk past. All right. So now he has these things. So now what you do is you, you maneuver him like that guy. You got to feed him. You got to feed him that ego. Shiny things. Feed that ego. Buy him shit. No, remember that no woman is buying him things because they think, oh, he's got more than me, so I'm not going to spend He has everything, right. Yeah. Right. Buy that nigga shit. Buy that nigga shit like socks. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking soap. Yo, you didn't have no detergent, <laughs> homie. Motherfucking soap. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, yeah. So you ran out of toilet paper over here, you know? Yo, I was talking to this the so-and-so blase, and um, I, yo, I got you a housekeeper to help you with the two houses over in Red Bank, all right? Mm-hmm. See what I mean? He's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, shit, you doing something for me? You fall right uh-huh. for it. But the same thing, you got to create those boundaries. You got to create the boundaries that say, now that I got his attention by doing things for him, you need to say, you need to maneuver your, say, you know, you want to you wanna have wealth, too, separate of him. Right. And you need him to tell you that. But he has to get comfortable enough with you to, to explain to you how he actually made his money. Gotcha. 
Wow. And the way that's that like that's like living better. with a a stealthy ninja. Like, gotta don't get it. That's, open that's the what <laughs> All right. So the next guy. Oh, we got more questions. You want to get a get a question? No, I'm I'm taking notes. I'm taking okay. notes. We got the uh, ogre. We got the leprechaun. Okay. Okay, so number three, we got the centaur, all right? You know what a centaur is, right? This half mm-hmm. horse and half man. Right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how you recognize the centaur. He is very strong will, very powerful, emotional, um, outwardly emotional. Um, he's definitely educated, and he either has wealth or he's educated, or maybe both, any combination of and okay. he looks great on paper. You feel me? His resume is beautiful. He got all uh-huh. the credentials that you like. He got all the nice little degrees and certifications and, like, all the things that, that look beautiful that you can read off to someone. Okay. Um, but he is extremely emotionally immature. He might uh-huh. be in a fraternity. <laughs> he may be a Kappa. Yeah, he probably he might be a Kappa. If it's in the South, he's probably definitely a Kappa. He might even be a Q. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Looks good on paper, but emotionally immature as him. Okay. And he's a half man and half boy. Oh, my God. You feel goodness. me? Like, he's half-assing everything. He makes half-ass attempts at everything. He doesn't, he doesn't have any real follow-through. Gotcha. He's not, he can't do both. He's not doing it all, you know? Um, mm-hmm. He often says things like, um, I know you don't need me. Mm. Like, what are you talking about? I live with you. You're paying the rent. What are you talking about? I don't need you. It's like, yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with you? He has this need okay. to be needed. So. Okay. He sometimes, he really seems to not have anything inside. He has no real depth. And he's sometimes socially awkward. Right? Mm. Just every once in a while. Not not often, you know. If there's if there's no if we're not able to have drinks, that's probably going to be awkward. Mm. When there's everybody can have a couple of drinks, and he's he's great at conversation. Right looks good on paper. Right, he can do this. He can do this to show. Um, but low key, he makes you feel like he has some kind of hostility towards women. Mm, gotcha. Just little off with that. You know, um, he's a little degraded. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe he loves the strip club just a little too much. Ooh. Or, or he loves the strip club. And you're like, really? Why are you yeah. eating where vagina is exposed? That is a, this is a sidebar, real quick. I'm sorry. This is a quick sidebar. Just think about this. Any man is being, who is being fed two of the most primal things in a man, which is his need to eat and to procreate, which is vagina and chicken wings. Why the fuck are those two things in the same place? <laughs> <laughs> Living about wings and melon cucumber scented lotion. Yes. Yes. And so I'm saying that that it's don't the idea is that's the, that is a certain type of man who does that. That's mm-hmm. a man who is feeding into his most primal instinct. That's very interesting. You got to stop that. Thing. Like, you really, I mean, I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I would be sad that this, that the, no, I would not be sad. What the fuck am I talking about? I would be happy that women stop. You don't have to do that. Like, shut that shit down. All right. But I could do that. So, it's funny because I actually, I used to talk to this guy who was an attorney and he fit every description in the centaur that you just put out there. Um, Hmm. Attorney, looks good on paper, um, very educated, got the wealth. Um, He was emotionally unavailable and uh, sometimes just unavailable, period. But he loved strippers. Like, a lot of his ex-girlfriends were strippers. And it it didn't make sense to me at first, but then I understood it. It's like, okay... You're speaking their language because you are able to provide for them financially. And mm. in return, you're getting maybe some wild, kinky sex, the need, maybe they're codependent. Um, maybe him splurging on them makes him feel good because he has control over the situation. I don't know. But, yeah. Well, it, it's low-key prostitution with no debt. Mhm. It's because strippers go home. That's what men love about strippers. They go home. There's mm-hmm. no. It does not. The relationship with a stripper does not require you to be emotional at all. Mhm. A man who's living in a place where he is refusing to participate in emotions has a problem. There's something wrong with it. Mhm. That's, that's not. That's not healthy. We all mm-hmm. know. Even the strippers know. Like this is not. We should not, they don't, we all know this is not something that we should be doing, mm-hmm. but we are all broken and damaged for whatever reason. Yes, okay, it is acceptable in that state. But the truth is, you, really, what are you doing? Come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Come on, man. Listen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, maybe he, and also he, well, that's perfect. He doesn't see your value. So he dates a stripper because he doesn't see the value in women. It it gives him, which is that women are no good and they just use you for your money and blah, 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 all this nonsense that excuses the venom. When the truth is, you're right. You're dating strippers, though. You realize that these are not college-educated women. So, but he's doing that intentionally because he wants to be able to live his lifestyle and he has to be able to justify himself, you know, by telling himself this lie, which is all women in this place or, mm. or in this state of mind or like this. Um, so, again, if you like this type of guy, this is, yes, do, do you. Don't, you know, if you are a stripper and you want to deal with him, don't, yes, live the life right. if you want to. Make it, you know make it right. Just go into this thinking that it's going to be something different than what you're actually working, you know. Right. So, again, the same thing. you got to really pay attention to what their weaknesses are. You know, okay. a centaur's weakness is is often his basic need. You know, right. centaur's just a fucking thug. So, so we do have a caller. What we're gonna do is we're gonna um, get the caller and then we're gonna go to the commercial caller. You are live on TV. Hey. You have a question or a comment? Oh, how are you doing? I'm Ivan from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and hey, I was Ivan. listening to you. Are you all? Yeah, you all are discussing different types of men? Is that the basis of your discussion of different types of men and, yeah. and asking women what kind of men are they dealing with? 
Uh, we yeah, we're going to get into that in the second portion. Yes, sir. Okay, because I was trying. Okay, I was listening, trying to catch the. It kind of caught my attention, but I wanted to catch the base of. I do have some thoughts on this. Okay. So did you want to? Um, did you want to listen in a little bit more and then uh, come back up a little later on in the show? Because we're live until nine o'clock. Uh, we're going to ready to take. No, a I'm, I'm good. I can, I can comment. Uh, I thought I thought you were getting ready to go to commercial though. Yeah, we are going to play a quick song and then we'll come right back. So if you want to hold on, then you can make your comments once we come back. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a a quick break. Um, This song, I played it on the uh, earlier show, uh, very amazing, is by Butter B. Rocka. It's called Strange Love. You guys are listening to He Said What? And Ramadan is definitely saying a lot. So... You guys, stay tuned. Give us a call, 515-602-9647. We will return right back. Claim to have any game, any game. 
that was Strange Love by Butter B. Rocco featuring Homer MC. And you tuned in to He Said What with your host, Simply Bree. And tonight's guest is Ramadan. Uh, before our break, we had our caller, Ivan, who wanted to speak on what was said so far. So, Ivan, you are back live with your comment. Can you all hear me? Yes. Well, we, you all were talking about different types of men. One one of the things that I wanted to say, um, I think when we're talking about different types of men, I think one of the one of the things that women and I'm not, don't give me, I love women. I'm an advocate for women, and I in particularly love and respect black women. But mm-hmm. I'll say this: I think that what happens a lot of times, women sometimes don't have an idea what kind of man that they're dealing with because they're dealing with men based on what it is they think instead of asking a man what he wants. Right. They assume a lot. And so you sometimes you don't even have an idea what kind of man you've been dealing with because I've noticed that there's a pattern going on right now in the atmosphere with black women. And it's unfortunate. I think what has happened a lot of times because black women have been left alone to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. So there's been these narratives that have been developed among black women with black women, but men are not in the conversation. And when a man enters into the conversation, a lot of times there's conflict because all you've dealt with is the narrative you've developed as women among each other. So it sounds right. like the man yeah. is being disagreeable, and all it is is just a man's opinion and the man's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's hard I for you sometimes to decipher what it is that a man or what kind of man you're dealing with because you're not used to hearing what men want. You just used to hearing what people telling you what men want, but you don't really ask. Right. So what happens, what happens when we ask the man what does he want if he don't know? But here's the thing, though. A lot of times, I'm in my 50s, so I know what I want. But a lot of times, even when we tell you, tell you what it is that we want specific, you still take it and interpret it into what it is that you think it is instead of just dealing with what he said. Because right. here's the truth. The truth is that some women haven't admitted that they, that they actually don't like men. So they don't listen to them, and they don't believe what they say. They ignore the things that they talk about when they talk about themselves. They ignore the things that they say in reference to the rest of the world. And then when the truth of this man comes out, they become confused or they're surprised. Oh, my God, why did he do this? Oh, mm-hmm. I can't believe you did that. Like, and you're—it almost gives this idea like you are blaming him for being him. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? So they actually don't like men. It's they are used to being with men. They want to have relationships with men, but they don't like men the same way that there's men who don't like women. They date them, mm-hmm. but they don't mm-hmm. like them. They don't love and embrace women. They don't hold women. They, they don't take all the nonsense that a woman dishes at you and mm-hmm. this is what I need from you, not that. Yeah, I hear what you keep doing. Like, you know, like I dated a woman one time who, uh, she, uh, she spent the night in my house for the first time and I went to work. And when I came back, she had rearranged my closet <laughs> and she had taken, <laughs> she said I needed to clean it. And she was like, yo, I wanted to help you. I did something for you. And I cleaned the closet. And I was like, okay, thanks. I looked mm-hmm. at the closet, and she's 5'8", 
five and two five nine. I'm five six, so I don't put things on the top shelf because I can't reach that shit. So right. I would never take my sneakers and put them on the top shelf. So I was like, really, you did this for me? What at what point did you think that I was going to be able to reach those on the top shelf? What <laughs> like what what about that part says you me? I thought about you. You were thinking about yourself. And you wanted to you you thought about how it was gonna feel when mm-hmm. I came in the house and saw that the closet was clean, and I was mm-hmm. gonna say this, and you would say that, and then I would say this, and then you would feel so empowered, and you would feel loved, and it would be a wonderful feeling. But the reality mm-hmm. is, you wasn't even thinking about me. All you're doing is take two seconds to really like, if I'm really doing this for the person, then this is what it should look like. Right. Is, then I'm going to really do it for you. I'm doing it because I know what you want. You know, right. a man, if a man buys you a gift, he knows what you like. Don't think he, he don't know what he's doing. You may not like this as much, but you like it. Yeah. You Ooh, know. A gift. Listen, um, Valentine's so, Day is right around the oh, yeah. corner. So this is why we are actually doing this two-part show, because we want you to be able to have an idea as to the different types of men that exist in the world and their traits and the characteristics of these men to see if you can identify with who you have in your bedroom. And then the second part is going to be the um, Tuesday after Valentine's Day. We want to see how did that hold up? How did it measure up with what you thought you have versus what you actually have? And we're not saying that you don't know, but usually around the holidays is when you really find out the truth. So before um, I have Ramadan Ramadan continue, um, for everyone that's listening right now and for our callers who are in the queue right now, um, Ivan, thank you so much for uh, coming up and actually speaking up and giving us some insight from a male's perspective in a couple of minutes, I'm going to give you guys an email address, so I want to make sure you have something to write with and on. If you are interested in joining the show, being a guest on the show, I'm going to give you an email address where you can send me an email and we can communicate more off the show. If you are um, on the line right now and you have a question or a comment, go ahead and press the number one, and that will let me know that you have something to say. So, um, Ramadan, we were talking about the centaur before we went on our commercial break, and uh, we were talking about the, you said the hostility towards women um, is usually a trait that they will exhibit. Yes. Um, Real quick, um, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, whendameetsnight.com. Well, that's the website, sorry. But you can follow me on Instagram at (laughs) whendameetsnight.com. And also, you can get the book um, on Etsy. And if you just go to Instagram, you can hit the link, and that'll take you right to where the book can be found. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm on Clubhouse as Ramadan, so check me out on all that. Mm-hmm. All right. So the we step past the, the centaur, right? Because the centaur again, he was the same thing with most men is. He has to find out what their weakness is. His weakness is that he is not participating in a balanced, emotionally balanced state. So he's mm-hmm. all one way, you know, dealing with women who are emotionless, un- emotionally unavailable. So if, to get him to do what you want, you have to invoke emotions in him. You got to mm-hmm. do shit like you got to give him a long-ass hug for nothing. You, mm-hmm. you got to get it. 
embrace them. You feel what I mean? Do something mm-hmm. of that nature, you know. Um, give him gifts that are thoughtful. So personal things things, that, something that you can relate to directly. Not no just yeah. regular ass cologne, but something that goes with his his body scent yeah. or, you know, something that he yeah. has mentioned yeah. in the past. He is you know he's like you said, if he's probably in a fraternity, then something something that has the colors, but you know, of just a mat like a weight set that was if he works out, so get him a weight set that has the colors of his fraternity on it. You feel mm-hmm. I mean? That's thoughtful. That's creative. That'll break his emotions because he'll be like, damn, you were really thinking about this. Right. Yes. That you're giving yourself worth. Now that he's seeing your worth and your value, you broke free. You break mm-hmm. right through. Um, okay, so the next type of man is the wizard. Uh, now, the wizard is a big problem. Right? This is the, this is the dude. He is a, a problem. Um, the wizard is stylish, you know, he's well-groomed, very handsome, drippy, you feel what I mean? His swag is on a thousand, always, he smells good, you feel what I mean? His outfit is like trendy and shit, like he got the new this, the fly that, but not oh, over Oh, he's lacking somewhere, okay. Um, but it's not like so fancy and trendy that he's like, oh, that nigga's he's exaggerated. It's just enough where you'd be like, damn. You know, um, he's a he's a very he's excellent he's an excellent charmer. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hear him speak, you will be interested. Even if you don't want him, you're gonna want to listen to him. And that's how he ends up getting you in his trap. You know, um, he's definitely sexy, and he he does very well in social settings. He's very charming and. Your parent, your mother will love him. Your pops will like him. Your brothers, like everybody's gonna love this guy. You can't break up with him. Like this, this is a you just can't get away from this motherfucker. Like everybody's like, why would you? How, did you guys break up? When did you get back together? Like this, you can't get away from this guy no matter what. You know, like that's how that's how influential he is to to their people. Um, mm-hmm. He might have a little thug in him. He might have a he might be a little tough. Mm-hmm. You know, he might probably carry the gun. You know, Georgia he keeps the gun on him too. You know, um, and uh, he's great at selling dreams and fantasy. He must be an Atlanta producer. Okay. You felt like, let me just go back to that. I'm talking about not just like selling you a dream when you'd be like, this nigga's lying. No, he gives you a righteous task because mm-hmm. he's thinking of how to approach you the best way. He's fine-tuning this trap. You know what I mean? An Atlanta nigga producer, he's just giving you a trap, and he gives the same trap to everybody. But this guy right. fine-tunes that trap just to suit you. You feel me? So it's like you can't not fall for this. Like, it's, it's so tasty. He, and he takes his time. It's not a rush, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But he's an abuser of your spirit. Not just your time, but he is he's abusing like he traps your heart, you know, and then holds you hot. And you mm. can't move on, but you can't really stay, but you you can't help but to stay, but you want to think, maybe I should leave, but you can't figure out, should I? Like, you just caught up crazy. Um, you know, he, he always says something like, you know, trust me. Hey, just trust mm. me. I can do whatever. Just trust, Don't worry, trust me. I got you. Just what? Like, 
it, he knows everything that you want to hear, you know. Um, so, like I said, he is a huge problem. And, again, you got to pay attention to his weakness. A guy like that, he is a powerful individual, meaning, like, he maneuvers people. You know, mm-hmm. he has a lot of friends. People do what they they what he tells them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he might have a lot of Smith friends. They they low key do his bidding. You know, mm-hmm. um, and the only way that you're gonna be able to win is to give him back exactly what he's giving you. They're never prepared for that. Mm-hmm. They're never prepared. Women don't. They are receivers. They're not always the givers. They're always ready to receive. Mm-hmm. So they don't make it their business to necessarily give what, what, what this guy needs specifically. Not generally. Mm-hmm. Not just then buying the new cologne and some belt and like, nah, but he's like, you gotta, you gotta pay attention. Not, not always letting him say where the date is. But you need this. You need the date. You know, you pay for the day. You make the move. Whatever he does, you got to match that shit. Okay. You can't let him one up on you. Mm, I ain't got nothing for the Wizards. I was sold. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I was sold on the Wizards, except for the strap, right. but, you know. Yeah. <sighs> right. Okay. But maybe no. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, yeah. but maybe no. We don't have, like, one of those deep, conscious, like, Almost, uh, what is it? Three percent of five percent, five percent of we, we. You ain't got none of those in the mix because they out there too. Those the overly okay, conscious so, but not so, conscious ones. You ain't got none of that's those. That's the number one. So he, three, what, what is <laughs> that 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 conscious conscious he can fit into this category as a wizard too. Mm, gotcha. Because the wizard doesn't just come in one package, you right. know. So. Like, look at the thing, like, that. even a centaur. The centaur may not necessarily come with, um, he may not necessarily come in a suit. He mm-hmm. may be the owner of a car dealership. That means that may require him to sometimes wear, you know, a jumpsuit, get his little hands dirty, but he's still a Kappa Alpha, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? He's still that mm-hmm. other guy, though, but he's a centaur. You see what I mean? So... All of these guys come in. The only thing, the only guy that doesn't come in that package would be the leprechaun because he stays crispy. Like, he doesn't go in any way. But the centaur mm-hmm. can come in a different package. Um, the ogre definitely could come in from varying packages visually, right? You know? Um, so the conscious brother, definitely the conscious, conscious guy, he's a wizard. Because remember, it's, it's the same idea. He knows how to treat women, he knows he's a great communicator. He's still charming you with his words. So conscious that you're like, oh, I like this. Ooh, I like all of this. Right. He is feeding your mind so well that it is making you orgasmic. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see what I mean? So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how he does it. It's the fact is that he does it. And this is the package that he comes with. And right. so if you want to win... You gotta, you gotta give them the same thing. They're never prepared for that. They're never prepared for the, for you to be just as charming and just as, you know, um, sexy and just as social and outgoing. It, it, it throws them off. 
So let me ask you this. With with all of these guys, these five different types of guys, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to – and it's, it's with any type of guy. It's really hard to decipher what type of person it is that you're dealing with. Like, you may think that you like a certain type of guy, but then he falls under a different category. Um, what What's the telltale sign um, – you know, behavioral-wise, whether or not the guy that you are dealing with, if he's sincerely with you or if he's sincerely just there to hobo off of you. How do you Number know one. You? Number one. If you are asking this question, that means that he is doing it. If you at any point question his motives or behaviors, that means that he is that person. The way that you prevent yourself from having this problem is you need to listen to yourself. Yourself has said, wait, what did he just say? That (laughs) means it's a red flag. So get me. It's not red flags, plural. It's a red flag. When Mm -hmm. you see uh, a red light, it's not red lights. They don't give you six red lights to stop. You got one. That's one red flag. He only going to show you the first thing he shows you that ain't right, that he's telling you something. This shit ain't going to be right. Be prepared for the fuck shit. Mm-hmm. If you feel like he's going to be a hobo, then he's going to be. If don't no dude, a, don't, a real dude don't want to come and lay up in your shit. He don't want to do it. We men are like, um, it's just think about this as if in football and some kind of sport, right? Mm-hmm. What do you rather see? The you rather play an away game or a home game? Well, get, wait, hold on, because it depends. If you're used to not going anywhere, then you're going to want to go away. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about championship stats. I mean, in home, games. home, undefeated. That's what we do. We want you to come to our house. That's why we're always trying to get you to come over. It's home field advantage. Mm-hmm. I got everything in control. I got everything I need. I go to your house, I can't control what's going on. I never know what's going to pop up. But in my mm-hmm. house, I got this locked in. So no man wants to be at your place. He wants to stay at his place and keep the home, team, home field advantage constant. So any man that's willing to come to your place regularly and you not go to his, He's setting you up for the hobo life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. Now. Set your, like, don't don't let him do it. Like, yo, nah, you can't be coming, like, laying up. Nah, right. you can't come to spend a week. I just let you. Right. Now, another thing, too, that ladies experience is when you meet a guy, you're getting to know him, some time has gone by, and, you know, he tells you that he's just, he's not ready for a relationship right now. Is that always the case or is there usually something underlying behind that that is not being communicated that could be part of bro code or um, something that only men can relate to when they say not right now? They're telling you the truth. They're saying to you, I just met you. What are you talking about? Am I ready for a relationship? No. I don't know who you are in a relationship yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want me to commit to something? You tripping. No, nah, I'm not ready mm-hmm. for that. I don't even know you. We ain't even been in no trouble yet. 
I haven't mm-hmm. even introduced you to the other side of me yet. Mm-hmm. Ready for a relationship? You want me to do what? Nah, I'm not ready for that. He's telling mm-hmm. you straight up, you have not done your job in order to get me to want to be in a relationship. I don't know mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you hear it. You hear it, ladies. They they telling you it is what it is. If they're not ready, they're not ready. And and they're trying to communicate that to you. Now, a lot of the discussions that we've seen online lately has been about the six figure men and women that want a guy to make six figures. What kind of stress? What kind of Issues. What kind of challenges could possibly come with someone who makes six figures that women aren't really taken into consideration? He has access to at least ten of you. Whatever mm-hmm. you think you are, there's ten more of you waiting to do the exact same thing you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. There's another five who are willing to probably murder one of you two or three to take that <laughs> Like if, if she had the opportunity, she, she'd make. Knock you off so, the box, literally. Number one is you have to make yourself special. Just being a lady is not special. Why am I with you? Why am I allowing you into this greatness that all women want? Mm-hmm. What do you do? What you about? Cooking clean? I got two maids and my mama lives here. Let's do another one. <laughs> Your education. I have this, I have that. Yeah, but what do you what how what are we gonna have? What you right. gonna do for me? Because he got more money than you, remember. So what are you mm-hmm. gonna do for me? How are you gonna make me build this? What are we we gonna have kids? What are we like what are we doing? Mm-hmm. You're a you're an accountant? You're <laughs> a CPA, like what like, what are you talking about? Like, how so can you tell contribute? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself the truth. Stop living this fantasy where you are allowed to believe that you just being a woman is enough. Right. It's not anymore. And yes, yes, being, no, let me, no, 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 let me correct myself. That's not true. It's not that being a woman is not enough. No. It's living to your full potential as a woman. You're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And because you're not doing it, you're, you have devalued yourself. And you have devalued yourself to the point of just children or a care, just a caretaker or just something. If you say to yourself, a man, what can I offer a man? And the first thing you come to your mind is cooking, cleaning. You have devalued yourself all the way down to a maid. Mm-hmm. You are definitely more than a maid. Right. So what is it about yourself that makes that you should that you know, be here? Like what what is what is your worth? What is your value as a woman? What do you bring right. to this this situation? If if a woman is in a relationship right now and you know, Valentine's Day is the fourteenth and her dude does not celebrate Valentine's Day, should she feel some type of way? Like should that mean anything to her, or is it, is it just, it is what it is? It should mean something because he's a piece of shit, all right? Because even if care about Valentine's Day, if your girlfriend or the person I'm dating does, 
then I got to at least acknowledge it. So maybe I'll be like, okay, well, I ain't trying to do nothing on Valentine's Day. Let's do something after. Or here's a gift on Valentine's Day, but honestly, look, man, I don't want to go nowhere and spend no money. You feel me? He makes some kind of compromise for you because that's what you want. And it's special to you. Fuck that, it's special to me. So what? It ain't for you. The Valentine's Day ain't for no dudes. They, ain't, they don't got no colors for men. Like, the hearts and shit ain't made in blue, nigga. It's made in red and pink. You so like, Come on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, it ain't for you. So we all know it. We all bow down to it and we accept it. So play the game or get the fuck out of here. Like, stop being the, like, a, that's some bitch-ass shit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I know you don't because it ain't your holiday, nigga. But just like ain't Mother's Day ain't for you either. But you celebrate yeah. that shit to your mother, not to you. It's for her. So mm-hmm. a nigga that tell you that shit and don't even acknowledge it or participate in it, he's a piece of shit. You need to get the fuck away from him. Mm. Sorry. Straight from Ramadan himself. Listen, he said, get away. If he tells you. Also, lady, ladies, be cautious um, because the 15th of February, we all know that as the day after <laughs> Valentine's Day. But in actuality, that is Side Chick Day. Side Chick Valentine's Day. Um, so yeah. I'm not one to start anything, of course. I just want to make sure that you all are, are highly educated on the day after Valentine's Day. And if your man was not available, um, you know, just, 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 you know, just, just be out there. Um, so with that being said, we do have another show scheduled Tuesday following Valentine's Day. And we are interested in finding out how did your night go? Like, how was it, did it meet your expectations? What expectations did you actually have for it? Give us a call. Send in your emails. The email address um, for you guys is going to be info, I-N-F-O, at he said what network.com or you can uh, message us on Instagram at he said what radio or myself uh, simply Bree that's S I M P L E E B R E E and um, let us know how your Valentine's Day turned out. Send us pictures too. I love pictures. Um, go ahead and drop it down and let them know how they can check you out and follow you. They can definitely follow me on IG at When Day Meets Night. Um, that is the page for the novel. Please check it out. Hit the link and purchase because that's what this is all about. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also on House and, of course, Facebook, all the platforms. You can follow us. Yeah, so this was wonderful. I, I definitely enjoyed having you on tonight as thank our you. guest. Um, thank you for telling us about the, the five different types of men. What was the title for that, for that fifth guy? Um, the fifth guy was the black unicorn. <laughs> the black unicorn. I like that. So we have the so black unicorn, the centaur, um, the ogre, and the leprechaun. So 
Um, you guys definitely go to um, the Instagram. Uh, he said what radio. I'm going to put these titles up and I'll have Ramadan break them down for me and we'll post them up there for you guys um, as well as how to get more information on uh, his literature. So thank you guys so very much for tuning in with us. It's always a pleasure um, rocking out with you guys. Also, make sure you tune in on Monday. Monday is Simply Sports with myself, RG, and one Mike. And, of course, on Tuesdays we have Studio Vibes where I will have one independent artist and we're showcasing three of their hottest tracks and, you know, just finding out a little bit more about them as an artist and uh, their walks of life. So, if you are an artist and you're looking for promotion, please send us an email at info at he said what network.com. And then, of course, like I said, next Tuesday, we'll be back for part two of our show with Ramadan. So it starts at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until then, you guys have a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah.